clothes on and get ready for an amazing new episode. What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of White Coats Podcast. Today we are doing season two, episode three. We're going to be talking about positioning of the teeth, types of teeth, crooked teeth, and we're also going to be unpacking malocclusions. We're going to talk about the wellness and medical effects of these different types of trauma on the jaw and on the teeth. Today, Arielle is going to be teaching me, cause I don't know a lot about it. This is her sort of specialty. And then she's also gonna quiz me a little bit. I'm gonna be asking questions. So yeah, Arielle. So it's gonna be a teaching style. Yeah, teaching style. Cause okay. I'm, I'm the student now. Yeah, are you ready to be my student? I'm so ready. Okay. I don't have a lot of experience teaching, so let's see how this goes. We're gonna try it, we're gonna try it. Okay, ready? So, first topic that we're gonna be discussing is positioning of the teeth. Do you know how many positions of the teeth there are? You can take a guess. I think there are five. Yeah. Oh my god, I got that one right? Yeah, you're right. Okay, so you're one for one. You're right. Perfect. So, some of the some of the names of the positions might not be as clear so i'm going to quiz you on uh, ones that you uh, may know okay sounds okay good. so let's start off with uh lingual the lingual side lingual? Of so what does that okay, sound that like? sounds like language so is that tongue yeah okay, so uh, the lingual surface of your tooth is mm-hmm. the part that is closest to your tongue got it much. so okay. if you could imagine that in the mouth oh yeah so we're talking about positioning of the teeth yes. so it's the, that side of the tooth that's yeah. on that's next to the tongue exactly. got it then we have let's see which one you might know buckle buckle i learned this in my anatomy class in school right buckle is the cheek so it's the side of the tooth that's next to next to the cheek exactly so the side of the tooth that's touching the surface of your cheek mm-hmm. next is distal distal i know that means distant or like away mm-hmm. so i'm guessing that's like away from the front of your mouth towards the back correct so, I'm three out of three. You're three out of three. Okay, you're doing really well. Thank I'm you, impressed. That means I'm a good teacher. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> we'll find out after this episode. Okay, so yes, to clarify, distal is the portion. If you're looking into someone else's mouth, the mm-hmm. distal part of the tooth would be the one that's furthest right, from the mouth. Right, okay. Makes Got sense? It. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Then, I think this is the fourth Okay. Uh, the occlusal surface. Oh. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Take, take the, a while, Okay, guys. the only things left is like, is the top and the front. Correct. I, I have a feeling the front is going to be something like frontal that I already know. So, okay, I'm going to go with the occlusal is the top of the tooth. Okay, you're four for four. Yes. So yes, um, the occlusal surface is the top of the tooth, which also we're going to get into different types of occlusions, which are like types of bites, basically. Okay. So the occlusal surface is, um, if you're biting down, it's the surface where your top, like the teeth on the top of your mouth and the teeth on your bottom of your mouth are meet. touching. Got exactly, the, the meeting okay. point. And then... We have the um, mesial. Oh, so that's the front. So it wasn't yeah. frontal. Yeah, yeah it wasn't frontal. It was okay. mesial. I left that at the end because 
Um, I was pretty sure you can figure out the other ones. Yeah. Okay, so... Process of elimination. Exactly. So, that was the first unit of today's lesson. Okay, thank you. Positioning of the teeth. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're, you got those. Now, we're going to dive into types of teeth. Okay. So, as you know, if you're looking into the mirror, looking into your mouth, you know you have different types of teeth. Not mm-hmm. all the teeth are the same size. Right. They don't look the same. This is because they're classified... Um, also has different types of teeth. Okay. So you have your, let's see what you would know. Molars. Molars are the ones like all the way in the back. Okay. I know wisdom teeth, I think are a type of molar. Correct. So they're the ones all the way in the back. Exactly. mm, Yeah. You're spot on. So wisdom teeth are your third molar actually. You should, um, you have three molars per quadrant of your mouth right wait so what are the different quadrants well let's say you look at someone's mouth you have your top jaw you have your bottom jaw oh and each have two yes yeah yeah you have the left side and the right side so it's like four top left top right bottom left bottom right okay so quadrants you can look at his halves it's depending on how you. so four times three you have 12 molars yes 12 molars if you keep your wisdom teeth got it molars so a full dentition, which what okay. we just talked about, if mm-hmm. you have your wisdom teeth, you have a total of 12, so you're okay. correct with that. Wisdom teeth are molars. They're the last ones to erupt, mm-hmm. simply meaning they're the last ones to come out. Got it. Uh, for everyone, it comes out at different times. So depending on, uh, obviously, genetics and a bunch of different factors, they might come out at different times. Yeah. And certain only some people need to get them removed. Exactly. Some really We're going to talk a little bit about in the next segment. Okay. I see you're more of an anti student getting ahead. I'm, I need to slow you down. <laughs> Let me teach. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Sorry. I'll chill. <laughs> so that's the molars. Now you have three other types of teeth. You have three and a half, kind of. Okay. You have your so before your molars this is kind of going backwards but before your molars closer to the outside of your mouth you have okay. premolars okay which is pretty self-explanatory how many of pre how many how many of those are there eight total got so it. two in okay. on each side okay and got it yeah so two these are also known as bicuspids because okay, they have yeah. two cusps so those names are interchangeable Mm -hmm. and then going even closer to the outside of your mouth or closer to the center you have your canines okay what oh so what what are the canines exactly those are the fang looking oh yeah 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 (laughs) the ones that are sharp actually there's some people that have really sharp canines Mm -hmm. and they kind of they get them shaved interesting i did not know that yeah fun fact uh so you have a total of four you have one uh, yeah, one per quadrant, so four total. These teeth are also known as cuspids, where the premolars are known as bicuspids. Okay. The canines have one cusp. Okay, got it. So it's like the premolars probably have two. So the cusp is the part of the tooth that rises. So okay. instead of it being flat, it has that little groove. It kind of like mm. sticks out. Oh, yeah, I can feel that. Exactly. You can feel it with your tongue. So the premolar has two of those, whereas the canine has one. Got it. Also an interchangeable name. So the last type of teeth are your incisors, which are your front teeth. They're also known as your anterior, anterior. teeth. Yeah. Okay. Good job. How many of there? How many are there? Yeah. There's Thank you. <laughs> eight total. So four upper, four lower. Okay. 
and these are your front like your most front teeth so you have your central incisors which are mm-hmm. the actual two most front teeth can i guess what the other ones are yeah side or lateral yeah means side. oh my god oh my okay god. wow good job so yeah, you have your central incisors, so two upper, two lower, and then directly adjacent to those teeth are mm-hmm. your lateral teeth. I see. Got you, got you, got you. Okay, so now you master positions of the teeth, type of teeth. Now we can get into your crooked teeth, malocclusions. We're going to get into the good stuff, but now you have a basic understanding. Thank you. Got it. Let's go. Ready? So, you have our next section is crooked teeth. Okay. Now, what causes crooked teeth, you may ask? Okay. I don't know. <laughs> so there's a couple things. First of all, you have uh, poor myofunctional habits. So Can you define myofunctional habits? Yes. So okay. these are repetitive behaviors that affect muscles or functions of the mouth Got or face. You. Okay. Um, let's Makes look sense. at that in more detail. Okay. You have prolonged sucking on a pacifier or your tongue. So when you're young. Right. Um, this can lead to crooked baby teeth, but uh, does not mean you will necessarily have crooked permanent teeth. However, if baby teeth grow out crowded, permanent teeth can also grow out crowded. Why, why is that? So when your teeth erupt, mm-hmm. your teeth are in a socket of your gums and of your bone. Right. So most of the time, when this is, this is your uh, primary teeth, your baby teeth. Right, yeah. But then when you're... Uh, permanent teeth are coming out they usually go into the same space that your that your primary teeth were in right so it's instead of creating in a new hole. hole exactly so it's going to be just as crooked that makes sense exactly that makes sense now over this time your jaw does grow so it's not a hundred percent necessarily going to be like right. that but there is a high chance that it will and then so what's another type of myofunctional habit so that could include Mouth breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually going to touch on this in the next episode. Okay, so let's save it for later. We're going to save it, leave you some suspense, but mouth breathing can affect crooked teeth and okay. are a type of myofunctional habit. So stay Great. tuned for that. I'm ready. <laughs> next episode. Yeah, next episode. Next, another cause is trauma to the mouth or tooth decay, causing one or more baby teeth to fall out sooner than they normally would. So normally your baby teeth fall out naturally if you have a trauma, meaning you get hit in the jaw or your tooth is weak uh, due to decay. So it falls out quicker. It falls out sooner, exactly. Uh, Permanent teeth may grow slanted because of this. Also, uh, we just talked about that, where they grow into the same socket. So it could grow out slanted, crooked, crowded, things like that. Basically not what you want yeah so like the best case scenario is that is that your baby teeth fall out naturally without any tooth decay or any sort of trauma so like biggest thing is take care of your teeth Mm -hmm. and brush your teeth like we talked about last episode yeah and that that oral hygiene actually starts from a young age yeah totally because trauma you can't necessarily control but cavities things like this if you take care of your teeth your teeth will be strong you won't need fillings when you're Mm -hmm. a baby Right. You can already have proper oral hygiene from a young age. Okay. And that's why it's important to teach that from a young age. Like I remember when I was in kindergarten, a dentist came to my kindergarten class and taught me about it, which was actually very valuable because I don't want these things happening to me in the future when just because I didn't care about it when I was five years old, for example. This is off topic, but 
Well, actually, it's kind of on topic. But okay. my dad did that. My dad is a dentist. Mm-hmm. So my dad came to my kindergarten class and explained mm-hmm. this. Cool. And he brought these, like, typodons, which are, like, basically a fake teeth to mm-hmm. show, like, how your mouth looks, different scenarios, stuff like that. So he would bring this and explain it. And I'll, gotcha. I would play with those. When yeah, I was that's little. cool. Yeah. No um, wonder you want to be a dentist. Now. Yeah. I was, that, those are like my toys, mm-hmm. I swear. It was, it was cool, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, next uh, cause of crooked teeth is your jaw size. So fun fact, your modern diet with processed foods requires less chewing than your early ancestors. Like cavemen and stuff like exactly. that? Exactly. Okay. So... Our collective jaw size over the years, over evolution, became shorter and smaller, oh. which could be responsible for crooked or crowded teeth. Right, because it like there's less room. Exactly. The same there's less room, wow. so teeth grow on top of each other, not in the right place. Your wow. arches aren't perfect. They don't always grow out. Imagine cavemen or people like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. There was no dentist. Right. Yeah, but they also had larger jaws and stuff. Exactly. So. Exactly, your teeth would grow into place much, much better. Final cause could be genetics, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. That is self-explanatory. Next, we have medical and wellness effects of crooked teeth. Okay. Let's ready? Yep, I'm ready. Can so, I guess? Go for it. Could this be like, like periodontitis or something? Like I remember we were talking about that. A few um, a few episodes ago, maybe like the first episode of season great, two, we were talking job. about periodontitis, mm-hmm. and I know for a fact that this is gonna have like wellness effects, like anything that's not medical, like Give like your self esteem and stuff like that. I'm sure anytime you have crooked teeth, like you are not gonna want to smile. You're not gonna. So are you sure you want to go to medical school or are you switching over <laughs> to dental school? <laughs> I, mean, I swear you could look at look at this. I mean, it's physically possible. It's definitely possible. Okay, I'm going to convince you. Maybe. <laughs> One day. Who knows? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's for another time. But I will, don't worry. Okay, okay. medical and wellness effects. Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, next we have, you were correct, periodontal disease. Not only periodontitis, because there's different types. Oh. Do you okay. remember the other type? No, I don't. Gingivitis. Come oh, on, Lauren. I just forgot the name. I, I know, I know. I'm... You had your study flashcards. <laughs> you, you probably skipped over that one on accident. <laughs> I thought I knew it too well already. Maybe you didn't teach me well enough for the first okay, time. So now you're calling me bad teacher? Okay, guys, that's a wrap for today. <laughs> <laughs> so, to continue on that, uh, periodontal disease can be hard to clean in between crooked teeth. So imagine right. your teeth are piled on top of each other. It's harder to floss. It's harder to brush. You can get, get in the crevices. Surface. Exactly. Now next, this could also result in tooth decay or gum disease, which left untreated can lead to periodontitis. So a continuation of that, it's hard to clean. If it's hard to clean, you get decay. Right. If you get decay, you can get gum disease. It's a domino effect. And then with gum disease, you can get other medical issues which if you guys wait to wait to make a <laughs> you're welcome um which if you guys listen to season one season two episode one you guys would know that exactly so you listened yeah I, I did listen, but i also was yeah i also talked in the in that actual episode I conti- i'm the teacher here okay let let's me be a teacher teach. okay. teach. <laughs> i am teaching okay how's my teaching 
It's fine. Fine. Okay, maybe it's it'd excellent. be better if you'd get to the point. It's excellent. Sorry, I have a bad history of telling, finishing a story. <laughs> Next, where are we? Um, crooked teeth can cause wear on the teeth. Right. Now, this can uh, result in cracked teeth, jaw strain, TMJ, which we're going to talk about later, and chronic headaches. Wow. Okay. Not good. Not good at all. So, crooked teeth, but we get into jaw strains. This is more orofacial. Mm-hmm. TMJ, which is your jaw joints, your temporal mandible joint, and chronic headaches, which is go- leading towards medical. Right, yeah, totally. Now, we have something a little different that you may not have guessed. Yeah. Speech difficulties. How how does that, how do the two things affect Well, if other? you think about it, crooked teeth can cause or sorry, can affect the way you articulate your sound and your noises. Right. Because if your tooth is a little too far back and it hits your tongue sooner, right, you're gonna it's, it's gonna very alter like the way you physiologic. Talk. But right. yes, it's, I see. It could have a big effect, like for example, lisps, things like that. Yeah. Uh, you could be articulating your sounds differently depending on your teeth. Okay. Now, last one. You were spot on self-esteem, of course. Got you. Yeah. Now, why did you think self-esteem? Because because I just think that like when you have some nice white teeth, they're all perfectly straight. You want to smile. You feel confident. But if your if your teeth are yellow, or you have receding gums, or in this case, if you have crooked teeth, you're not going to want to smile. You're going to feel more self-conscious about it. So I think that it can really affect your self-esteem. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. And that's actually a big reason why I'm so interested in the dental field Mm -hmm. and why I really like it is because someone coming in with crooked teeth can have a very high chance of having a low self-esteem or a little embarrassed that their teeth are exactly and giving them the ability from going to self-conscious and like shying away to smiling smiling with a exactly a wide smile huge difference in their life not only their dental and oral health but actually in their personal life right yeah totally so it makes a big impact what's the next uh topic next, next topic unit. yes next unit this is unit three i think mm-hmm. occlusions now do you remember what the occlusal surface of the teeth were yeah it was um where where they come together so it was like the top of the tooth where okay, the tooth so what can you infer bite? about your occlusion because that was the occlusal surface okay so what's your occlusion so i'm assuming the occlusion is like the location where the teeth come together so like when they when they're biting together or like right yeah. okay pretty close so occlusion is the position the sorry position of the teeth when the jaws are closed okay so yeah, basically your bite in yes. simple terms your bite if you're taking notes lauren how how are these <laughs> I am how are these like how are these divided up? How are they okay. classified? Great, great question. So you have different types of bites. You okay. have class one, two, and three. Okay, I see. And then within those you also have different classifications. So let's jump right in. Okay, let's class go. one, imagine being number one. It, this is the ideal, it's the perfect bite. Imagine have. being Ariel's number one student. One day. <laughs> one day, not there. You're not quite there yet. You're close. You're close second. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, class one is your ideal 
and the regular position, the most comfortable position for your jaws to be in. Now, you may be asking, what is what, what does, does that, that include? Like? What does that yeah. entail? Exactly. So you have your now get ready for some big words. Okay, I'm ready. You have your mesial buccal cusp. Okay. So we talked about the mesial side, which mm-hmm. is the front. We talked about the buckle, which is the cheek side. We talked about the cusp. We talked about the cusp. So your mesial buccal cusp mm-hmm. of the upper first molar. Okay. I which feel that. The first molar is the one closest to the outside of the mouth. So it's so it's like your molar on your upper side, the like a tooth towards the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So that when you classify it, you're looking at this to see. Got it. Okay. The re- so the rest of the classifications are based off of what I'm about to tell you. Okay. Your mesial buccal cusp of the first upper molar to the buccal groove of the lower first molar. Okay, I see. So it's like staggered in a way. Exactly. So when you're smiling, mm-hmm. your teeth, if you notice, aren't directly on top of each other. You have a little, like, you're staggered. Your canines are between your between two teeth on the bottom. They're not. Mm-hmm. It's not right directly right. over the canine. And you guys should do this at home. Look in the mirror right now, and when you smile and you open your mouth, or you you can see inside that they're a little off. Exactly. It's like one is in between another. Exactly. So you want it to look like that. Got that it. is okay. how you're going to be most comfortable eating, chewing, speaking, etc. And mm-hmm. how your jaw is going to be most relaxed and, and comfortable. I see. So when you have this, this, these cusps lining up, or the cusp and the groove lining up properly in the ideal position, this is class one. Okay, so that's when... That's, the cusp... Mm-hmm. I'll go for it. So that's when the cusp uh-huh. of the upper first molar, uh-huh. specifically the mesiobuccal one, right, lines up with the groove of the lower first molar. Yes. So I just, so it's the cusp lining up with the groove. Exactly. So it's like the same tooth mm-hmm. on the top and bottom, but off by one little section of the tooth. So exactly. I just so, want to paint that picture. Yeah. So, so try to paint understand. that picture out. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so if they line up perfectly okay where the cusp sits on the groove mm-hmm. that is a class squad that is perfect okay if, if you great. have that great you have perfect occlusion mm-hmm. now this is one way to look at it another way is the superior canine which is the upper canine mm-hmm. is between the canine and first interior premolar. Okay. So this one is easier to look at than right. than your molars because your molars are farther farther back. So if you open up your phone, look in the mirror, you can quickly see that your canine is in between your upper canine is in between your bottom canine and first molar. Great. So what's premolar. the next classification or class? Next. So we did one. So what's after that? Two. Great job. So and what's after two? Three. Yes. Okay, we're learning. Yeah. We're learning. We're smart. Okay. <laughs> so class two, this is a, could possibly be an overbite. This is the upper teeth sticking out. So let's get into detail. What does that look like? So same uh, tooth, same structures that you're looking at, but they're just not perfect. They're a little off. You have your mesial buccal cusp again of the first upper molar, mm-hmm. which is a little in front of the of the buccal groove of the lower first molar okay i see so it's a little farther up instead of resting exactly on the groove it's a little 
far forward. Which it's like your top jaw is like shifted forward. Exactly. So, well, great question. That could either be due to your teeth being just a little oh, shifted forward, okay. or it could be due to your entire maxilla, okay. which is your upper jaw shifted forward. So that would require a little further diagnosing, mm-hmm. looking at your profile, different things like this, to determine whether it's a dental or skeletal class one or two. Okay. So there's three classifications, but there's actually six total because it could be a dental class one or skeletal class one and so on and so forth. So this is when the teeth are not in the ideal position. This could actually be treated by a headgear. Mm -hmm. Have you, I don't know if you've had a headgear. I've never used headgear. Are you familiar with it? I don't know exactly how it works. I know what it looks like. So from personal experience, I had a headgear when I was in elementary school. Mm -hmm. It wasn't fun. But now that I'm learning about it, happy I had it. Yeah. Now it my made team. a difference. Exactly. Big difference. Just to clarify, this is not a full inch forward. So it's not right. your teeth one full inch or your jaw. This is millimeters. It's, it's very small. Very minimal. But makes a big difference. Okay. Sounds good. What's class number three? Class number three is a under... can sometimes be an underbite. This is when the mesiobuccal cusp of the first upper molar, so same molar, mm-hmm. is posterior to the buccal group. So it's towards the back, like it's... Exactly. So class two was basically, imagine your upper jaw or upper teeth too far forward. This mm-hmm. could be it's too far backwards. I see. This is okay. why it can resolve in an underbite sometimes because you could have your lower jaw, which is your mandible, mm-hmm. coming way too far forward. Or actually, your bottom teeth are in front of your top Right, teeth. I've seen that. Yeah, where your jaw is like protruding. Exactly. So you can imagine not only is it doesn't have the be- best aesthetics, mm-hmm. but also it may cause some joint pain. It may cause some other orofacial pain. Yeah, uncomfortability. Exactly. So this is uh, this can lead to slower growth of the maxilla, aka lower jaw, yeah. or and or accelerated growth of the mandible. This can cause problems chewing and in overall dental health. Okay. This can uh, have problems with dental wear and anterior displacement Got it. of the teeth. Mm-hmm. Now, these two can be treated by headgears. You have a normal headgear and a reverse headgear. Okay. I'm not gonna get too much into it, but basically you have uh, an appliance, an external appliance that attaches internally onto your back molars. Okay. And depending on what you're trying to accomplish, it can either move your upper jaw forward or, or backwards. Back. Okay. To get you to the class one, Got the it. ideal classification. So are those all the classes? Those are all the classes. Guys, I do want to point out that if you're listening at home and you're like, shoot, my upper front teeth are further out than my lower front teeth, that's okay and that's normal. That's class one. You want them to be a little bit in front. You don't want them to be one on top of another. I, I think Ariel is going to touch on this a little later mm-hmm. because that it's actually bad when your when your lower and upper teeth are right on top of one another. The front, like the central. Right, the front. Correct. So thank you for clarifying. Mm-hmm. Of course, your dentist will be able to, or orthodontist actually, could um, assist you and or right. guide you and tell you what stuff. classification you have. But yes. Uh, it is normal for your front teeth to be 
your upper front teeth to be in front. Now, dental classification is how your teeth come together, a staggered smile like how you explained. This is most practical for chewing, aesthetically pleasing, and comfortable for your teeth. Okay. Next, you have your skeletal, which is your jaw, your bones, right. how your jaw comes together. You have, are your maxilla and mandible properly lined up? Does one lie ahead or behind? Right. So, so your teeth could be maybe in the perfect position, but if your jaw, your entire jaw is too far forward, it may look like your teeth are misplaced, but it's actually your whole jaw that's right. misplaced. So how are those classified? Same way, class one, two, three. Okay, great. So yeah, so let's say you have a dental class one, but you could have a skeletal class three. Okay, got it. Things like that's, that. That's interesting to note how like your jaw could be perfect and with your, maybe with your mouth, um, or your lips closed so you can't see your teeth, your, uh-huh. it could look perfect until you see your teeth and they're shifting. Exactly. Next, we have malocclusions. Mm-hmm. So occlusions, how your teeth come together, malocclusions are the imperfect positioning. Right. So they're like the a teeth. bad version of exactly. occlusion. The teeth when they're when the jaw is closed. Now yeah. you have overbite, you have underbite, you have edge to edge. So overbite and underbite we briefly just spoke about. Edge to edge right. is imagine your two centrals on your top and your bottom when you're smiling they come right on top of each other yeah doesn't work it's uncomfortable not work very uncomfortable that's edge to edge you have overjet which is protrusion this cause this causes the top teeth to extend past the bottom teeth and horizontally so your teeth could be not only sticking out and protruded but like they could actually be crooked outwards instead of side to side so it's like as if the bottom of your front teeth are pointing out instead of pointing down exactly okay they don't have to be at a 90 degree angle of course of course i don't even know how that would work (laughs) but uh, you get the point obviously there's different um different degrees of like severity when it comes to over exactly great student next we have crossbite which is when your upper teeth bite inside your lower teeth so imagine you're closed and right now your teeth your occlusal surface they're pretty much your teeth are on top of each other but imagine if your upper teeth would be pointing inside making your arch more narrow oh that's very uncomfortable very uncomfortable yeah um could be very difficult to chew and just basic so this is different from an underbite because with this your front teeth are actually inside they're, it feels like they're locked in place. So this could could be your uh, your front teeth. It could also be your side, the teeth on your side. Oh. So your molars, premolars. Got it. Imagine those inside, like the top inside I of see. the bottom. Yeah, uncomfortable. Instead of probably when you're closing right now, they're probably mm-hmm. on top of each other. Right. In yeah. a comfortable position. Mm-hmm. But if they're inside and your teeth don't come together, how do you bite? How do you chew? Yeah. What surface do you even very chew on? Could be very, very... Uh, uncomfortable and this could happen unilaterally and bilaterally meaning this could happen on one One side side of the teeth or both sides okay next up next unit medical effects of malocclusion malocclusions are actually considered a major health problem wow okay a poor malocclusion could potentially lead to actually a bunch of different things so why don't you guess see maybe you know some of these what could a poor occlusion potentially lead to medically so um so i'm guessing there's something to do with that um do you know what those stand for i know tmd is temporomandibular 
disorder. And then I'm pretty sure TMJ is a type of temporomandibular disorder. Yes. So the J mm-hmm. is your joint. Okay. So it's Got the it. joint connecting your maxilla and your mandible. So where where it's that like in between your top so and your So try top. opening and closing your mouth. Uh-huh. And you see like you can if you put your hands on the side of your mm-hmm. face of your jaw and you kind of like feel that movement or like yeah. maybe sticking out or just moving a little, that's where around your TMJ is located. Okay. So um, I'm trying to think I don't know what else a poor occlusion can, like, lead to. Okay, so let's jump right into it. You were spot on with the TMD, TMJ. You can have problem eating or speaking. You This could lead to grinding of the teeth, oh, which yeah. is also a major factor of TMJ. Mm-hmm. I think... Yeah, I've, I've experienced that. Yeah. Which we will get into in the next episode. Yep. And then you could lose your baby teeth too soon or too late, which we touched up a little earlier. Yeah. Which can lead to crooked teeth and exactly. all that kind of stuff. Good, you're paying attention. You can have excessive mouth breathing, which we also touched on earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, could also lead to gum disease, cavities, severe headaches that are linked with TMDs, sleeping disorders, including sleep apnea, mm-hmm. and some more, which we will also discuss in the next yeah. episode. And also jaw-related joint problems and pains, yeah. oral facial pain, like we said. You were right about that. Now, how do you treat these? These can be yeah. these treatments of malocclusions could include orthodontic therapy with braces or headgear. Okay. So this is more of the orthodontic yeah. specialty, which we talked about in season one of the dental specialty. Right. Season one, episode two. You guys have to go listen to that. Yeah, after go listen one. to that right now. It's an amazing <laughs> episode. Best episode ever. No. Besides this one, <laughs> they're all the best. <laughs> But yes, orthos, love that. Uh, you could also create a custom appliance. Well, not you, your doctor, of course, will create a custom occlusal appliance to yeah. relax your jaw joints and muscles, which would aid in reestablishing your body. That's bite. cool. This wow. sounds like a lot of big words, very complicated, but basically just like a headgear is a type of appliance. Mm-hmm. You could create actually another appliance that is custom made for your mouth and your jaw, cool. and this will aid in repositioning, reestablishing your bite, making it more comfortable, etc., etc. Great. Last one, jaw reconstructive surgery. This is more That's major. This yeah. is, do you remember what specialty this is? Oral and maxiofacial surgeon. Exactly, yes. Lauren. Good job. This is also featured in season one, episode two. Uh, so have a listen to that after this episode if you yeah. haven't already. Okay, now, guys. that is a wrap for my lesson, Lauren. I know my teaching was 11 <laughs> out of 10, but... Nobody ever said that. <laughs> no, I my, my teaching is impeccable, but if for some strange reason you have any questions, hit me. I hate to say it, but I don't have any questions. Lovely. You answered all my questions already. Great. No, the first... Not one question. No, unfortunately. Awesome. Yeah, that makes me feel like a much better teacher. Okay, guys, now it's actually a wrap. Next episode, that's season two, episode four. Stay tuned for that. It will be out by next Friday. We're going to be talking about different types of trauma and stress on the jaw, including the temporomandibular um, joint disorders, stuff like that. So we hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll see you in the next one. See ya.